It's early spring, and in a bright California engineering lab, half a dozen groups of two and three people are gathered at tables and clustered around whiteboards. They're testing circuits, debating over pages of hand-drawn code, and examining 3D computer drawings of tiny motors, tricked-out shipping containers, and a self-driving construction vehicle. Which will give us um, video streaming, so you get to see what the machine is actually looking at. You might guess, at first glance, that we're at a Bay Area startup. But this isn't Silicon Valley. It's the Central Valley. We're at the University of California at Merced. This is one bold idea, a celebration of the 150-year history of the University of California. In this episode, we're looking to the future. It's a story about how the newest school in the UC system is applying student ingenuity to design a safer, cleaner world. These young designers are students in the school's engineering department. And this is the last challenge of their undergraduate careers. Come up with a design fix to a real-world problem that a company is facing right now. Hello, everybody. Their teacher is Dr. Alejandro Gutierrez, an engineering professor at UC Merced. He says this work is the unsung face of innovation in tech. People think of technology and they think a computer or a car or a new app but they don't think whatever they use every day in their kitchen or in their restroom. But you would be surprised at the amount of hard work and the, just the amount of mathematics that goes into your regular bottle of shampoo. UC Merced rises from an undeveloped stretch of the Central Valley between Fresno and Modesto and is backed by the snowy peaks of the Sierra Nevada. It opened its doors in 2005 as the first research university of the 21st century. It looks like the campus of the future, a cluster of glass and solar panel clad buildings and fresh construction. Every one of those buildings is LEED certified, which means it has top marks for energy and water efficiency. Students and faculty use an app to report leaky faucets. There are cans everywhere for trash, recycling, compost, and batteries. The whole campus is aiming to be carbon neutral and produce zero waste by 2020. We are physically next to a natural reserve, all that big, empty land. We still have a feeling of, of openness. You feel like you're in a park. Gutierrez, the engineering professor, says there's a real upside to the school's small size and its distance from the state's big population centers. We also have a very closely-knit community, especially when it comes to our students. Those students are representative of a changing California. More than 90% are non-white, and the majority are among the first in their families to go to college. And Gutierrez says UC Merced is innovative in another kind of way. It's squarely focused on interdisciplinary research as a key to learning, even in the undergrad years. That means collaborating between the sciences and the humanities to find new ways to learn. So we have faculty in engineering working with faculty in archaeology, for example, to reconstruct archaeological sites um, in, in the virtual world using 3D imaging. We have people working on using drones for historical research. We have many different types of collaboration that sort of like blur the line between the humanities and the sciences and the engineering. This idea of creative and practical applications of tech is sewn into the whole learning experience here. 
And for the engineering students, it culminates in the Capstone project. So the Capstone project, it was born out of a, a difficulty that was unique to UC Merced, is that we were, and are to a certain extent, kind of isolated from the main hubs of engineering. For the majority of undergrads, that presents a real barrier to the traditional route of getting an on-the-job internship at a big firm. For a lot of our students, they simply don't have the money to go live in the Bay Area for a semester uh, to do their internship or even for a summer. So at the Merced campus, the engineering world comes to the students. We create a partnership with a particular industry player. It can be anybody who works in any engineering field. They pitch projects to us, real projects, problems that they actually have to solve right now in their facilities. Most of the companies are based here, in California. Gutierrez compiles these industry asks into a portfolio and divvies them up among his students. This is the very last class they take before they graduate, and we give them a semester to solve the problem. And if they solve the problem, they get an A. These students are going to shrink carbon footprints. We're basically working on um, housing insulation, but it's made from renewable materials. Make construction cheaper and safer. We're creating algorithms and code so that the machine does it itself. Reduce pesticide use. And the idea is to put plants inside and then use hot water to water the plants and remove the pests on the plants rather than pesticides. Even make commutes easier. So our project is for BART. If we could pull this off and get everything working, this, this should basically become a standard for all BART escalators. To an engineer, Every big problem presents the chance for a design fix, even the problems that seem way outside the realm of tech. Um, so my name is Gloria Ligunis. I am a fifth-year bioengineering major. My name is Haley Hurd, and I'm a fourth-year environmental engineering student. So our capstone project is basically really working on a specific concept of um, restoring monarch butterflies' populations. Milkweed is the only plant that monarch caterpillars can eat, so it's very important for them in general since it's their only food source. And due to a lot of industrialization and building on their habitat, they've lost a lot of it. In the 1980s, there were an estimated 10 million monarchs in California. Today, there may be 300,000. Scientists fear the butterfly might go extinct. This problem, monarch butterflies disappearing because of the loss of their food source, you could say it's a conservation problem, something to be solved by bug biologists or agricultural scientists. But Gloria and Haley are looking at it like a design problem. And it all comes down to the milkweed seed. It's really small, probably like two millimeters, and it has small little pieces of fluff coming off. How would you describe it? So I'd say the fluff is more akin to maybe like the dandelion. That fluff is very handy for seed dispersal in the wild. Just like dandelion seeds, a puff of wind can carry the milkweed seeds a long way, so they can grow and feed more monarchs. But with wild land shrinking, conservation groups say we need to start planting milkweed in order to sustain the struggling butterflies. This is where the fluff becomes a problem. It makes milkweed seeds really hard to harvest and package up for commercial use. And that's exactly the problem that some Central Valley farmers want these undergrads to solve. Make milkweed plantable. 
So what we're doing is we're creating a machine to be able to rip the fluff off of the seeds. Basically, it's going to be a plastic drum with some maybe either wooden dowels or metal like teeth, teeth I guess what you could say. It'll agitate the seed and the fluff and it'll cause the fluff to rip off from the seed itself. We're going to put a mesh on, underneath the drum and that should catch all the seed and we'll be able to just take the seed out from beneath the drum. All the fluff would be vacuumed up to the top. And that's pure seed. Professor Gutierrez says part of the beauty of the capstone projects is they demonstrate that innovation can happen anywhere. There's a need for it in every industry and every hometown. And when you're designing solutions for your neighbors, the payoff is close to home. Bulls Farming, the family-owned operation that came to Gutierrez with the milkweed seed problem, is just down the road from UC Merced. They've been farming in the Central Valley for six generations. In a few years, they may be using Haley and Gloria's creation to churn out seed and plant milkweed right here, around this young and growing university. Being an environmental engineer, obviously sustainability and conservation is very important to me. And it was really interesting to see how my major can also make a huge difference. For these young engineers, it's a preview of a future that looks bright. Thanks for listening to One Bold Idea. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. I'm Shuka Kalantari. The music you heard in this episode was by Blue Dot Sessions. This episode was reported and mixed by Graylin Brashear and edited by Ben Manila at the UC Berkeley Advanced Media Institute in collaboration with the University of California.